Hello, and welcome to Riff Off the Cuff Conversations. I'm Paige. And I'm Blythe. This is kind of an embarrassing topic, a little bit. Um, but it also, I, I feel like most people can relate to it. Um, we're going to be talking about cartoon crushes. Because I think it's interesting that you can be attracted to something so non realistically human mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know we've, we've just been well, not talking about it regularly obviously but it's just I don't know I think it's an interesting topic I think there's stuff to explore in it so here we go personally one of my earliest cartoon attractions was to Alvin and Simon and the Chipmunks. Yeah, I was solely Simon. Yeah, you were you were definitely Simon only. I, I was mostly Simon, but Alvin would get me sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I look back on it and I, I think it's so funny because it's like, what about... And the the thing about the chipmunks is they don't even look like chipmunks. They don't look like humans. They don't look like chipmunks. They look like they look like more of a like a human gopher yeah. mix than chipmunks. Mm-hmm. Because they don't have any stripes. Yeah, they don't have stripes. Their ears aren't in the right place on their heads. Their eyes aren't set the right way. But, I mean, I guess that's because they're supposed to look fairly human. Okay, like, okay, what? what? We're not talking about the CGI ones. No, no, I'm talking about the cartoon like ones. Like the 1980s ones. Yeah, and not, yeah, not like the 1960s ones either. Yeah, definitely the 1980s, 1990s chipmunks. Yeah, but I... Uh, I'm still confused, but maybe I just haven't looked into it enough, but I'm so confused about the story of the chipmunks. Like, how did, how did Dave come across the chipmunks and why did he need to adopt them? I have no idea. It's very clear in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles how it all works. Like, Oh, it's laid out very well. I, I make that comparison because it's like, Humans getting involved with anthropomorphic, like, animal-human hybrids. Uh, But you know what? I never really, like, I never really found myself attracted to any of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No. Why was that? I mean, I had a, I, I was preferential for some reason to Raphael. I don't know why. Now I look back and I'm like... I don't really like that type of personality. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm surprised I... you liked Alvin. Yeah, like what? He was like the showboat. Yeah. Annoying one. I don't usually like that kind of personality. I don't know why. Why was a cartoon? I think I was like, I felt compelled to like them for some reason. Mm-hmm. I had this thing. Like, I felt this pressure to 
conform and like gender the the gender stereotype. Mm-hmm. Like I've talked about it before, I felt compelled to like Britney Spears just because she was a teen pop idol, f- like marketed for girls. And the same with Hilary Duff. And I think that bled over also into male stereotypes. I was like, I need to like this, you know, uber confident male character because that's what I'm supposed to like. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't, but I don't feel that way anymore. I look back and I'm like, I don't like Alvin. I don't like Raphael. I like Michelangelo. I like Simon. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just went on a tangent on that. But, like, I don't know what what about that. I just felt, like, I don't even think I really liked them, but I just convinced myself that I liked them. Mm-hmm. I feel like now that you're talking about this, that um, maybe people like car- or find attraction in cartoon characters because they are the furthest degree of a personality that you can go. Mm. They're based around a personality. Their body type is made to fit their personality. You know, their voice is made to fit their personality. They're such a... Even the more, I don't know, complex characters are still can be, you know cut down to a very specific personality type. And I think that's maybe why people, I don't know. I think you're right. I think you're right. Because it's like they've been formulated to to be very specifically this kind of appealing person. Yes. And... So it's like all of these, if you're attracted to that quality, then it's like, of course, you're going to really like that character because Mm -hmm. it's like they are calculated to be the epitome of that, especially if it's a children, a children's targeted thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think you're right. Yeah, but I think in terms of like to this day, the ones that I'm. I still am kind of like, ooh. Um, Aladdin. Aladdin is so Aladdin. How can you not be attracted to Aladdin? I don't know. Um, I've heard that he was based off of Tom Cruise. I'm like, he's more attractive than Tom Cruise. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry if I offend anyone by saying that. But I, I don't know. I'm like, he's better looking than Tom Cruise. I think so, too. I also think Lee Shang. Oh my god. What a dreamboat. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot about him when we were talking about it. Just us. But yeah, oh my god, yeah, of course. I mean, at the beginning, he's kind of like annoying and like not so good. Yeah. He's like 25% of why I I loved Mulan. Maybe. I, I mean, there are a lot of things I like about Mulan. Mulan is such a good movie. Like... Yeah, it's one of the best Disney movies. I will fight anyone. I don't yes. even like Disney. And no. I will fight everyone to say that Mulan is... I would say top three Disney movies. Oh, For yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's interesting. It's beautifully, beautifully an- yeah, animated. Yep. Like, the characters are are compelling, I think. Mm-hmm. And interesting and complex. And and then you have the rockin' song, True to Your Heart by 
Stevie Wonder in 98 Degrees. Please do yourself a favor and look that song up. If you want to lighten your day, listen to that song. Watch the music video too, because it's pretty great as well. But yeah, I don't stand behind anything Disney, but I will stand behind that. That song... And I will say that Mulan is a, is a very good movie. So, there. I have... I'm, I haven't renounced my disdain for Disney, but I will say that is a worthy movie. It absolutely is. Except I got really tired of Be a Man from the theater. Oh. <laughs> Everyone would sing that song. Other than that, quality. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have big things for Disney characters though. Like, everybody's like, oh my god, Simba's so hot. <laughs> I get it. I mean, I get it, I but get it, it is kind of, I think that's one of the most disturbing for me because he is so clearly a lion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's where it gets confusing to me with these attractions people have to cartoon characters is that when it's a character that's not even remotely human, Mm-hmm. And they still are like, whew, wow. You know, that that is confusing to me. I'm like, how does that work? Because I don't think most people, those same people would see, you know, a wild lion and be like, wow. No, that would be a problem. Yeah, that would be kind of, that would be really concerning, actually. Yeah, it would. Um, but... It's just, so it's like how, I guess it comes back to what you were saying earlier, Blythe, that it's like, it's the personality and then the attraction to the the visual comes mm-hmm. secondary. I think so. So because they're speaking and they have, they're, you know, doing these certain things, it's like, that's the attractive thing. And mm-hmm. then you associate the visual with that. I think qualities. so. I think so. So I guess I guess in that way it's not concerning and that's why those same people aren't going to be attracted to a wild animal. Yeah. Because it's not speaking and making human decisions and, you know. I mean, the faces are very, it's are much more expressive than an actual lion. Too. Yeah, true, true. So I guess that, that makes sense of that. I don't know. I feel like the other one that people... Speaking of male characters, I've heard over and over again on the internet is the Fox version of Robin Hood. See, I didn't even... I feel like I saw pieces and parts of that film. I never... Mm. I don't know that I've ever watched it all the way through. I don't know if I have either. So, oh, go ahead. I I was just going to say, but... I don't know, people swear by it. They're like, that that fox is so hot. <laughs> that fox is muy sexy. Uh, muy sexy. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I can't speak on that one at all. But I, you know, aside from Aladdin, I can't really say... And Officer Shang. Um, I was never really attracted to any of the other Disney princes. No. Nah. Like they, I don't know. They they were just bland to me for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I think um, in terms of newer ones, I think a lot of people like um Flynn Rider or whatever his name is, is from Tangled. Oh, 
Oh. Yeah, I think from what I can remember of seeing Tangled, he at least had some, like, interesting kind of quirky personality traits. Yeah. Which is sort of new in the Disney canon. It's usually pretty, like, bland, um, heroic personality, but... Yeah. So I get that. But we haven't talked about any female ones. I mean, the one that comes to mind for me, for many people who like women, which this has been the majority men I have heard who like this character, is Lola Bunny from Space Jam. Oh, I like... Okay, yeah. I mean, she is just, like, sex. Like, that's what she is. That's all. (laughs) That is all she is. So, that makes sense. And, of course, um, oh my god. What is that character's name from um, Roger Rabbit? Jessica Rabbit? Jessica Rabbit, yeah. Something with rabbits. Something with female rabbits. I don't know. Yep. Meg from Hercules was like... I think I sort of kind of had a crush on her in a way. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to look like her. I wanted to be... Not be her, but definitely look like her. I was like, wow... Which is impossible, because her waist is probably, like, three inches around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for some reason, I was just like, wow. She's just so utterly beautiful, and I need to look like that. Well, not need to look like that, but I was like, wow. I'm just very, that's, like, how she looks. How she looks just really, like, speaks to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think more than any other character, I don't know. There's something about her for me. Yeah. I'm also trying to think of PBS shows because that was pretty much what we watched. We only watched um, PBS and Disney Channel. The two, you know, on alternate sides of the spectrum, pretty much as far as you could get. Those were the things we watched. But, um, yeah, I can't think of a single PBS character that had any attraction level to it. Or who I, that I've ever heard anyone speak to. I think that may have been on purpose. I think so, too. That, you know what? That says something about Disney, maybe. That it's like they're formulating these characters. Like, because all of these characters that we've been talking about are mostly Disney, aside from the chipmunks. Mm-hmm. So, it kind of makes me think there's something to that. That you think about any other animated, like, cartoon for kids. And, like, I was thinking about Arthur. There's no attractive character no. in Arthur. Absolutely or- not. Caillou or oh my god (laughs) you know any of these or like dragon tails no yeah there's nobody that you're like ooh (laughs) nobody they're all just kind of like you know little kind of doofy like kids like or like extremely sassy if you're talking about Arthur true true <laughs> the sickest burns are on that show truly oh my God. truly uh 
yeah, if you want to, if you want to go for a roast fest, watch Arthur, like, <laughs> all right, that you get, you get something else out of it, but yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, I think the cartoons weren't formulated that way, but I think about, you know, um, I mean, this is actually Disney Channel, but I was kind of like, there was something very endearing and like attractive to me about, um, about like the, the hosts of Out of the Box. Oh yeah. Tony and, um, Ray. Ray. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, LeVar Burton and reading Rainbow. It's like, you just felt held. Like you, like they supported were just by these so people. Not necessarily attracted to them, but just like, wow, I just want this person to play, like, to, you know, just spend time with me. And yeah, like, it's the Mr. Rogers, um, sort of. Mm hmm. Like, an understanding adult. Yeah, and that's still attractive to me to this day. Like, again, not in, the, like, a romantic way necessarily, but I'm just like, oh my god, like, this is amazing that this kind-hearted person is reading me stories and <laughs> yeah. Did you know that Tony from Out of the Box actually has a TikTok now? I think you showed me yeah. one. Just a PSA for everyone. He has a TikTok now. I forget his username. I'm sorry, but you could probably Google it. Yeah, I'd I'd say that's worth following. But it's like yeah, those those. TV personalities for kids are still, yeah, you know, and Mr. Rogers, like, they're cherished to this day, like, by people, and, yeah, to have that feeling, and, and you know, I, I don't like the whole, hi, kids, blah, 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 you know, addressing the audience through a TV show, I usually don't like that, but there was something so genuine about all of those Hosts of those shows that it was like it wasn't put on all the time it was there was like you felt actually connected mm -hmm. to these people and that they were like actually talking to you and caring about you and that's something that's so amazing that television or radio can do is mm -hmm. when you when you're a kid and you feel like there's an adult who even though they're not there with you and you know, they're not actually speaking to you directly, like, that you feel supported by an adult in that way. I think that's really amazing. Mm -hmm. And something that I, I guess, I guess kids do get now, but it, it can be even more personal because, you know, these, these people can have social media accounts where they can actually communicate with the family or mm -hmm. with the kid and so I don't know I think that's a real lasting and valuable thing yeah I think so with too kids media. I can't think of anyone who fits that right now also mm -hmm. Steve we forgot about Steve oh Steve yeah of course Steve Steve from Blue's Clues um who is you know had is having another you know, renaissance moment mm -hmm. by now, but good for him. Yes, yes, good for him indeed. He He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. I follow him on Instagram. <laughs> he's a cool dude, so. 
Yeah, I wasn't attracted to Steve, but I was definitely, I definitely felt like a connection with Steve. Yeah, I think our older sister liked Steve. Oh, that's right. That's right. So maybe for the older audience, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, um, going back to cartoons, though, I'm trying to think of any other, like, network, like Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network. I can't think of any characters that fit that either. Maybe the mm-hmm. moms in yeah, some shows. maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think something like, you know, Rocket Power, I'm sure people liked those characters or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I think it was mainly a Disney thing, which is disturbing. Which which puts me off of Disney once again. I'm like, okay, I'm back to the cynicism. This is this is a disturbing realization. Yeah, what the hell, Disney? That's so sick. Yeah, there's something wrong. There is something wrong there. I mean, it I they use any method they possibly can to sell their movies, so That's true. That's true. They're a lawless company, really. <laughs> it appears that they are. I mean they use as we have uncovered right here, they use sex appeal to market to children. That's that is that is highly unsettling. That's disturbing. So, wow. I didn't know that we'd come to that realization here, but it's always something. Always something. Always something. So. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Rev. As always, you can follow the podcast on Instagram or Facebook at... On Instagram. <laughs> On Instagram. <laughs> wow. I was trying to say way too much there. <laughs> trying to make this more complicated than it really is. Um, okay. On Instagram at Riff Off The Cuff and on Facebook at Riff Off The Cuff Conversations. You can follow Blythe on Instagram at Existential Yikes and you can follow me, Paige, at Unbling Studio on Instagram. Tune in next time for... Yet another spicy conversation.